Troy, do the elbows. Do the elbows. Do the, the elbows. elbows. Oh. Yes! What? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh my gosh! We call him Troy's yay Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> hey, Dr. Nick. <laughs> what a country. Estoy aquí. Why is it so funny? Oh, we're just funny people. They're coming in hot. Yeah, inside, inside jokes are great, everyone. <laughs> so, what have we been doing? What have you been doing? What have I, I don't care. Doing? Remember I said that last time. Okay, oh, right. That's right. <laughs> you forgot I've been archives. watching a TV show that I can't remember the name to. Oh, what's it called? Oh, it's called... I can't remember the name. Oh, really? True, True Detective. Detective. <laughs> Jesus. Are you serious? I thought you were joking. No, I wasn't. I thought you were joking as well. Troy, Troy. You Maybe need, I do need to. You, Troy, you need to keep your arms Troy's, in check right now, bro. Troy's, Yay! <laughs> I thought you were kidding. No, I wasn't. You had this over this look of terror. I, yeah, I know. Scott and Troy got a great look at my own face. Yeah. Because I I genuinely thought you were making a joke. I seriously forgot the name of for the those in, For those not on the know, this is our second take, and Jake has forgot twice now what the hell he's in watching. Man of about 30 seconds i we are good at need this. sleep is what that comes down to i haven't heard of that show I, <laughs> it's on hbo the name of the show is called true detective i've started watching uh season three with marshala ali marshala i can't remember how i can never know how to tell his name i think it's marshala ali is it marshala yeah ali he is so good so I've heard that the first season of True Detective is one of the best shows ever. Yeah. Have you seen? Honest, have you not seen it? I haven't. Yeah. Honest, I, I so it's you have unreal. got to see it. Chris refuses to watch the last episode, which pisses me off. You <laughs> haven't seen the last episode? He refuses. Why? He refuses because, because he likes he's an to watch asshole. The world burn. Honestly, like it bugs me. Unnaturally, I don't even know more. why it bugs him. I just never finished it. Like I didn't like the show. I genuinely didn't like it. I have one episode left. I'm like, I'm good. Okay, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I'm, I'm seriously. I'm going to say something. I can something see that Jake I'm, getting really I'm upset. I'm going to say right something that I'm going to regret. Why it bugs him so bad? I just I don't. Don't like break the, show. the new equipment. I'm, I'm seriously going to say something I'm going to regret. The, his assness <laughs> and his determination. Mark it down. To, mark it down. To not watch. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, go on, Reese. What have you been doing? Uh, I. Uh, have been playing the DLC for Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, you have? Ooh. Yeah, really? Yeah, I really. Need like the to Master Quest and the. Yeah, so I'm I'm currently doing the uh, where you get like the special weapon okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't so you're almost like the the dungeons. Like, are you doing the one where you start with nothing? Like, you... I, no, no, I haven't done that yet. Oh, okay. So, so what I'm doing is you got like a special weapon, and it will kill any foe with one hit, but it takes you down to a quarter heart. And you can't regain your hearts as long as you're carrying this weapon. Hmm. And there's a whole bunch of like uh, marked areas you have to go and kill all the bad guys there. So you have to use a lot of arrows. Um, it's yeah. the master of disaster sword. It's well, and, and it has to recharge. You can use it twice, and then it has to recharge. 
and it's uh, it's really really fun. <laughs> it's very challenging. That game's so good. Oh, I'm still good I'm still just playing around with it. I'm not I haven't gone to uh, Ganon yet. Oh man, you need to go to Ganon. Like seriously? I'm just like. Have have, you even I, I, the I fear that once I beat it and beat the main boss, I'll just stop playing. So it, that's why I'm not doing it. So that's I'm exactly just, what I did. Too. Have you yeah, gone so in the castle? Exploring. No, I've gone close. I kind of oh, went dude. around the area. Never like I in. love just going in the castle over and over again and looting. Like there's so much. Yeah, I've awesome heard the stuff. loot in the castle is amazing. It's so great. That's where you get the Hyrulean shield. Oh yeah, in the yeah. Floor. yeah. And it's, that like, it's like 800 amazing. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the shield's amazing. You do. You should definitely but, beat it. Like, and it's like still, by that point, it's just a snowboard, right? <laughs> no, it hasn't lost its luster at all. Like because there's. Oh, so I understand much that, but um, I, I kind of lose my steam with the game it, it, in open world games. Mm. Once I once once I beat it, well, it's hard to fair. go back and play. But you should. I'm you the can, same way, to be honest. Like, you can go in the castle and not fight Ganon. So you should go. But then you're going to be like, loot, I'm already here. The yeah. <laughs> the first Lionel I ever fought was in the castle, and it was really. I just really beat my hard. first Lionel. I just uh, have avoided him. And like, I'm just going to fight it. Yeah, Lionel Richie. It was tough. That's what I've been up to. Breath of the Wild. It's so good. I really need a pl- to buy a Nintendo so I can play. Yeah. save up. They're expensive. Worth it. So I'll go next. Give it um, to me. I'm worth it. I uh, I've been watching a bit of Netflix lately, and uh, there was a oh, show. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. There's a show on there uh, that's called Dairy Girls, and uh, a <laughs> little bit about me, right? I lived in Ireland for a while, and uh, I actually lived in the town, the city called Londonderry or or Derry, depending on what side of the river you live on. And so this show just it just speaks to me. It's, so you lived hilarious. in the town that the show's based on. Yes. Okay. Yeah, for about eight to nine months. So you were a dairy girl. Yes, I was very much a dairy girl. Once a dairy girl, always a dairy girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I, and I, you know, when I when I kind of saw it initially, I was like, oh, this is uh, I don't know if it's going to be something I'm going to enjoy but then I actually started watching it it's it's actually the comedy in it is really good it's, so it's I've, funny. I've been curious to watch it um, how is it as far as like appropriateness uh, it's not okay because right. <laughs> like I always have to be careful just in case like my, my one of my daughters walks in the room or something while I'm watching so, so. there's so it's about like 15 year old girls so there's not any nudity okay um I mean, obviously, but there's like cussing and stuff, you know, okay. and okay. then, and then they talk about, but it's like in an it. Irish accent. So it's like, so, it's, so it's okay. So it's not so it's like comical. It's not it's real char- cursing. So, so it's just, actually just charming. When, okay. when, Hell, Mike. when you're, when your kids uh, come in the room, just turn off the subtitles and you'll be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, like, and then they talk a lot, a lot of adult things like, you know, sex and oh, stuff like that. Okay. And, and, but it's, but it's funny. It's such a good show. I would recommend it. Dairy okay. Girls on Netflix. Cool. Hit it up. So, I have uh, I just listened to a, an audio book called uh, Off to Be the Wizard. Really good book. It came out in like 2014, so it's pretty old. But it was really big back then, and there's like now five books in the series. But I just finished the first one. Really, really good book. It's uh, it's kind of silly, um, but uh, it's about this uh, nerd guy in in modern day that um, that discovers a, a file on some server somewhere that. Um, is actually the main data file for the matrix. So the the world's a simulation, and he just discovered the database, so he can like alter himself um, with the file. And oh, then, that sounds so, really so interesting. Create, so he creates an app that. Hold up. So this is it's in the same universe as the matrix. No, no, it's no, like it's, it's just the, the same idea. Oh. Like 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 it's just life is a simulation or a pr- computer program, and he found the database to the program. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so uh, that sounds so, like a really good album title. Life is a simulation. Yeah, I like that's that. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then he goes back to. Uh, I wonder what the 
anal bum cover would be for that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Probably just what you said. Um, but yeah, then he goes back to like 6th century England to be Merlin and and hilarity ensues. That sounds awesome. crazy. That sounds cool. It, it's a great book. Everything you just said just got weirder and weirder the right? more you talked. Well, well he gets I got there. more and more interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not going to I'm not going to ruin it for you, but um, he's not the only one that found the file. Ah. Spoilers, dude. So, awesome. what the hell? <laughs> Go go go! Read it or listen to it, or whatever. Off to be the wizard. It's really good. Cool, man. All right, Chris, what have you been up to? Nothing to report. Nothing not not to even report? kidding. I'm still playing Resident Evil. I'm still buzzing about Anthem. So, <laughs> nothing to report. Actually, I'm going to speak for Chris. You and I have been playing Destiny. Oh, I wanted to save that for a different chat. But, no. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> for a fire team chat. All right. All right. Well, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that that Destiny was a game that I was putting off for a long time, and then Chris and I started playing it together at the same time. Destiny, uh, Destiny two. Really good. I, I need to uh, give a formal apology to Jose Herrera. <laughs> I have been making fun of him for years, <laughs> and this is a tangent I wanted to say, but you opened my box here. I apologize. But, uh, what? <laughs> Whoa! You just flip that box right open. <laughs> Man, Troy, Chris, getting intimate. We hang out a lot of night, guys. Um, but yeah, I I kind of dismissed Destiny. Um, as Jake and I have said countless times, we don't like playing online games. I think what I have always been saying is I don't like competitive online games, sh- shooting each other. Right, PvP. right, right. Um, That's exactly what I, I got into this conversation at work because yeah. I was like, I like playing Monster Hunter, but I don't yeah. like playing Call of Duty. Yeah. It's, it's no, the PvP I, stuff. It, uh, what this game is, though, is that it, it takes the concept of an iPhone game pokemon go hearthstone whatever where they break it down into seasons and they'll release so like world of warcraft type of deal well they'll have a part of the game they'll release it and then you they cap your level level 10 level 20 and then they release another expansion 40 more dollars oh you get 10 more levels and then another expansion another 40 dollars 10 more levels so i did not like that concept on paper playing the game it's so much fun Destiny is great. Yeah. I put in an ungodly amount of hours <laughs> in Destiny, including Destiny 2. Yeah. I played a lot of I mean, We haven't played the first one. We're playing the second one right now. Both are really, really but great. But the loot reasons. grind, it's so rewarding. Oh, it's oh, so yeah. fun. Oh, yeah. yes. oh, dude. And there's there's parts. Of the, like, it's a multiplayer game. You can play it alone. There's mm-hmm. a story. Yep. There's a Halo-level story. There's a part that just chills all over my whole oh, body yeah. you're not to it yet but oh dude it's like playing on my big ass tv it's right behind you right there this it's good it's so good. good and the I, music is stellar i really like playing and, and it's fun because you can jump on and you can play either by yourself and have a lot of fun or playing with your friends which is a lot of fun too and like i kind of realized what jake said as well about like online online gaming i i'm okay with pvp player versus player and that kind of stuff that's that's fine i was bad at it but uh when you're playing <laughs> i i am bad at it you that's know exactly Exactly why I don't like it. It's so bad. But when you're playing a game like Monster Hunter, like Destiny, um, like Anthem, Anthem. movie, um, it's it's. I think it's more about hanging out, right? Yeah. yeah. No, you're it you're is. literally you're well, all it's on your so couches. It's so hard for us to get together, together except together. to record, so we can right. just plug in a headphone into our ear at exactly. night and we can hang out again. Like, yeah. did anybody play the division? I want to. So I, the, I did so, actually. Yeah. So the thing that I loved about the division is it actually brought those two worlds together. 
where you can go through with your buddies and you can play missions, right? But then there's a central area on the map called the quarantine zone. Mm-hmm. And you go when you go in the quarantine zone, there are other players. Mm-hmm. And you have to find the loot and get it extracted out without Before the other kill players you. killing you. And it was unbelievably fun yeah you got the best the second one's coming out soon i know maybe you should oh, go to playstation i might and, uh, i might dude I and then you can play might. anthem with us because i'm hyped for anthem I, so you yeah. can play the, the best game of 2018 red dead redemption 2 <laughs> i will not be playing that game um but hey, yeah hey if remember me, if me giving that game of the year award means that you're sour on that game now then I'm no <laughs> no i do i you, just i don't have a desire to play that you game. remember how we used to we used to do this with uh PlayStation All Stars, yeah, yeah, where where the the PlayStation version of, uh, of Smash Smash Brothers, yeah, we used to get together, we used to get online and play. You know what's funny that, about on that? PlayStation Three? I, that was a ton of fun. I bought my PS Three, and you guys immediately all stopped playing it. <laughs> In fact, I, I mean, I would say sorry, but then you got to play Uncharted and you got to play Last of Us, so. Boo-hoo. Those are great games. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, that was fun, and and yeah, I I've come around on the idea of uh, of online games just be just for for the fact that just playing with your buds, hanging yeah. out. I'll be in yeah. the middle of a conversation with Jose, and then a cutscene will happen. I'll be like, shut up. I pull my headphone out. <laughs> I've got story to absorb right now. All right, I'm going to get a PlayStation Four this year, guys. Yeah? You have my word. I'll get it this year. <laughs> They're about to yeah. release a PlayStation 5. Yeah. True. Well, it'll be cheap. And then look at all... We can play Destiny, Division, and Anthem. <laughs> all these loot yeah. grind games. And I can play God of War in the comfort of my own home. Yeah. Oh, the game of 2018? Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Runner up. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a... Uh... Cool. I am always like hearing. I I am I am always like hearing what my friends do. <laughs> what? Sorry for opening your box, Chris. So do I'm not. Uh, no, it's always fun to hear what you guys are up to. Um, but this episode, um, Reese asked us to listen to Damien her her. Herado. Are you sure it's Herado? I'm you pretty look up sure. The pronunciation. No? Jason Derulo. But he's got he's got Jason <laughs> Derulo. Uh, I believe this, the dude has like Hispanic family, and it's spelled if that's a Hispanic Herado. name. It's Herado. Herado. I, I was doing it the American way. Gerardo. Gerardo. It could be both. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Damien Herado. I'm just gonna call him Herado if I'm mispronouncing it. I'm 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 sorry. Uh, this is one of those fun. Artists that I found, uh, I love Spotify's uh, cured playlists. Like oh what yeah, they make. It's, they're, they're, they're cured. Yeah, curated, curated, curated. Whatever, <laughs> cured, curated. Whatever. No, no, I, I'm totally right there with you. I like they're um, they're so good. The, the, and they have a the couple of them: the the listen weekly, and then mm-hmm. the um, the ones based on genre. Yeah, they're great. And so I was listening to a. Uh, a playlist I think it was called just like chill just chill playlist Mm -hmm. and this song came on that kind of just blew my mind like I was like whoa who is this Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for you right now it was from Damien Hirado um, and it's from his album called Caught in the Trees which came out in 2008 so 11 years ago Um, 2008 yeah so Weird. Yeah, that is really weird that that was 11 I was, years I was ago. uh, yeah, my mission in Seattle. 
in Seattle. Well, so Damien Damien Hirado is from Seattle. Yeah, um, and we know the Seattle music scene is a big deal. Yep, Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, obviously, uh, Jimi uh, Hendrix. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix is from Nirvana. there. Nirvana, um, Pearl Jam. Like, yeah, they're all from up there. Mm-hmm. It's a big, it's a cool music scene. But anyway, this song comes on from the album Cotton Trees, <coughs> and the song is called Best Dress. And I was like, oh, what is, what is this song? And uh, so I'm going to play this for you right now. And it just it just caught my attention. I loved the guitar. I loved the harmony of the male female uh, going on in this song. And my ears perked up. I don't know if you've experienced that. Like you hear a song in your headphones, and it literally makes your ears like perk back. I usually can't up. get to Shazam fast enough too. Whenever that happens, yeah. right? Yeah, it's um, so good. Well, well the, I actually really, I listened to this album. I wasn't able to listen because he, he has a lot of albums, so I just kind of chose one. A lot, and, and I, I chose this one for some reason. And I, I do remember this song. I liked it a lot because because I, I, I typically like uh, what's this song duets. called? Best dress, right? Yeah. Um, and then I I mean to be to be fair, I have been on a kick of listening to. Uh, like him and her songs. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a he and I. Yeah. Well, there's a band like there's a band called Johnny Swim that does a cover of Wicked Game by Chris Isaac that will give you chills. I love up and Wicked down. Game, dude. Yeah. Listen to that version of that song. Really? And it'll give you chills all over your body, dude. <laughs> um, it's Jesus. everywhere. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it's it's moments like this where I'm listening to this this curated track from Spotify and I hear something I've never heard before perks my interest and I have to I have to do a deep dive on the artist I'm instantly on Google looking up information about the artist I'm just doing a shuffle through all their songs this dude has been around since 1995 and he released his first like studio album in 97 this guy's been around forever and I've never heard just a whisper of his name nothing and now he's one of my favorite artists like he's so talented and the thing that i love about him is he changes he changes as he goes the music changes drastically from album to album um he's known for like going around and getting like found audio like he'll he has a whole album where he went to like thrift stores and found old answering machines and tape recorders and put the audio that he found in the tracks that he was making and recording. Really, really cool stuff. He's just... He's what one album of, is that called? Uh, that is called... Um, let's see. While you're looking that uh, up. Audio, Postcards and Audio Letters came out in 2000. Um, but yeah, check... like Damien Hirado, man, he, he really has kind of rocked my world. And I have fallen madly in love with so him and his music. He's been around 20 years. And we haven't heard of him. Most of us here are pretty big music enthusiasts. Um, He signed to the record label Simply or Mostly Canadian or something. Well, he was with Secretly Secretly Canadian. Is he big in Canada? He might might be. I don't know. Is that why we haven't heard of him? Because he's like foreign music? Possibly. He was with Sub Pop back in the day. Yeah. But I mean, back in the day, back in the late 90s, I was listening to MC Hammer. 
uh, I was listening and to the Cold Will, podcast and Willennium <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith. So like my I hadn't really found my music yet, you know. Um, he honestly kind of sounds like something I listened to in high school. This was kind of my jam. Is this like acoustic, more singer songwriter, yeah. like thoughtful music? Um, so sounds I, like he sounds like Elliot Smith. Yeah, like big time. I get Elliot Smith vibes for mm. sure. Like if he never died, that the, that's the kind of music. Yeah, he he was bringing back like memories of when I listened to like Jack Johnson or uh, there's a band called ALO that yeah I like ALO with yeah. Zach uh, Zach Gill um, Animal Liberation Orchestra yeah Zach yeah. Gill is the pianist for Jack Johnson yeah. I saw him yeah, live yeah, I saw yeah, him they're, live they're, he was great yeah, yeah. so it, it actually it, it it made me think of ALO initially yeah and, I love uh, ALO yeah that's great yeah. Um, so yeah it kind of brought back high school memories for me is that's there awesome. a, a song that stood out to you that... um, honestly I kind of like this one but um, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll play one. Um, and I'll, I'll give some background on me, especially because Scott, what Scott said earlier, he reminds me of music I listened to in high school. That's not an insult. I loved the music I listened to in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I still I'm, listen I'm, to that music. Me too. <laughs> um, when I put on, I was, I was a dude when I listened to bands. Mostly everyone's favorite album on the band was like the soft meaningful one mine was the loudest heaviest song on uh-huh. the album that was always my favorite the uh, jake and i liked a band called emery in high school uh-huh. they have a song called uh, something what's it called fire something about lost my fire anyway they did an acoustic version of it, it was everyone's favorite my favorite was walls it walls. is <laughs> walls. it starts with a screaming tear your shred your voice box type of song huh. so when i was listening to damien uh, most of his songs are really slow and methodical and really thoughtful. But the one that stood out to me the most from him, and I have it right here, I'm sorry. I should be more prepared. Uh, something 353? Does that sound familiar? Dude, he has a million songs. Exit, sorry. So many songs. Exit 353, I apologize. Uh, but it's just faster paced right off the bat. Yeah faster for him yeah much more energy in this yeah. one mm-hmm. um but yeah this song I, I listened to him I've been listening to him for a while ever since you told me to so and I, I really dig this sound um again he reminds me of Elliot Smith it's really synthesized almost like it's something about acoustic guitar wielding dudes in the 90s trying to make their music sound echoey as hell. I don't know why yeah. that was such a style choice then. Yeah. Um, but this song really stood out to me because it was the first time I was able to jive with the music yeah, in the yeah. car instead of like thinking about Bills while, <laughs> while his music bummed me out. Yeah, the thing I like about it specifically, like this song, it sounds old. Yeah. It sounds like, like he's yeah, singing like into echoey. a tin can. Yeah, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah. I love it. A lot of his songs sound yeah. like that. And I, I really love that in a musician mm-hmm. where they can have their own sound but make it sound old. Mm-hmm. Make it sound like it has a soul. Right. And that's what I like about that. Yeah. So that's uh, that was probably my favorite song I heard. And I heard a lot of his music. Yeah. There's a ton of it, man. Scotty, what'd you think, man? I, no, I, like I said, I... I liked him. It, it reminded me of, of high school. It reminded me of um, just chilling. And um, 
yeah i, I don't know I just like <laughs> the, the the um the only thing is, is like like you're saying that how many of these guys are out there and it's uh it's daunting almost thinking yeah. about it because there's there's so much talent out there and so much that gets lost in the weeds and you could I, be, I wish i would have heard of him earlier you could be the most insanely talented podcast in the world but putting yourselves out there that i know the honestly I got, no literally i got kind of depressed thinking about it because it's like like no matter how good we get at podcasting it, it may just be that 20 years later we'll not a, many people have heard of us we'll be a damian yeah. gerardo yeah yeah well i mean the dude obviously has an audience like yeah. Oh, yeah. albums yeah. that's his job yeah and i'm okay with being niche it's, it's not a big deal but uh, right yeah. yeah Troy, what do you think man so um when i <clears throat> I, I listened to him for the first time a few days ago, and I uh, it's a little bit of context. Um, I just had the like just a really bad day at work, and I was just in a really bad mood, and I kind of wasn't really looking forward to listening to it because I I, I I had never heard him before, so I was just uh-huh. like I don't know. So I got on the train to head back home, and I just pulled it up on Spotify and pulled up his uh, his most popular songs or, or they usually arrange the yeah, most yeah. popular and I just uh, I just decided to start playing it and um, the, are you, so you listen to the very first song on there the one with the most listens yeah it's called uh, it's called Ohio because that's easily his best song yeah. it's a good song yeah. and you know um, I'll, I'll just start playing and then I'll talk a little more about it but uh, here it is <laughs> And like, honestly, like I was, I was pretty stressed out from work. Right. And when I, when I popped in my headphones and I started listening to just the first song on his, on his Spotify, Ohio, it chilled and mellowed me the hell out, dude. Awesome. And it was, it was really cool. I almost like, I was going to text you like, dude, thanks. Like that was awesome. Oh, cool, man. Cause like we've all, you guys, have, everybody's already mentioned that he's easy listening and you can listen to him and stuff. But like when I started playing this song, I just, I just chilled out. Like it was really cool. Yeah. And so I appreciate it. Um, yeah. It was, That's it was really cool, cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So do you see yourself listening to him still? Yeah. Um, usually when I pop in my headphones, I listen to, uh, I, I listen to podcasts or something, but I, I don't really listen to my, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's weird for me. Cause I'm deaf in one ear, like putting in headphones and pl- like plugging myself off from the world is a little bit weird for mm-hmm. me. Um, and so because I already feel kind of plugged off in the world at least halfway um, but so when I actually put in headphones yeah. and start listening to music and just like disconnect from the world obviously sometimes it's needed um, mm-hmm. it's just not something I always do um, usually I like to listen to music in my car um, and I would definitely listen to them for sure yeah. I honestly like um, Reese with a lot of your music topics that we've done like I've noticed I don't listen to music like Troy's saying. If, if I'm going to listen to something, it's typically going to be a podcast or a because we're or old now. I know, yeah. and and I feel really bad because I've neglected like listening to music uh-huh. for a long time now. Um, so I need to make more of an effort to do so. I, so here's the thing about not listening to music: it's because of the the reason why. I think I don't listen to music as much is because of this. What we're doing now is I don't know about this stuff. Yeah. And because all I hear, whenever I listen to music, I'll flip on the radio. 
And it's the same 40 songs over and over and over again. Awful. And half of or, them are Imagine Dragons. <clears throat> <laughs> I love Imagine Dragons, but that's neither here nor there. But it uh, is half of them. <laughs> but uh, I... Or I listen to music that I've already listened yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, your high school and the, music. And the or music that I've already listened to, I've listened to a thousand times yep. each song. And so uh, I get bored with it. And so then I start listening to audiobooks or podcasts or whatever just to, just to mix things up. Um, but it's stuff like this. When you find a new musician, I listen to it. I almost ruin it because I <laughs> yeah. listen to it too yeah. much. And, yeah. and with me, it takes a lot of times. It takes two or three listens to it, to an album before I actually start to like it. You know, before. Right. Um, so well, that's something actually that I've had the 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 same thing ever since Reese asked us to to start listening to this I've I've been listening to it a lot I mean the last couple of weeks I've been I've been trying to listen to the this more and um it's funny cuz I've come around on it a lot because this when I first turned it on, I was like, "Oh, this is Keena Grannis all over again." Like, <laughs> Who? I, What's yeah, name? exactly. <laughs> I was I was full when I first started listening to it. I was fully man- planning on making that joke. Like, he's what's his name now? <laughs> what's his name? Like, because I didn't. I was just like, man, he's been around twenty years. I've never heard of him, and I know why. Because I don't, I, I was not into it. Are you I, saying you still feel that way? Or? No. Okay. No, I've come, I've, I've come 180 degrees on it now. Um, and it's because I, I, I've been so like zeroed in on podcasts and audiobooks and stuff like that, that it, it was actually kind of weird to listen to music. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Like I, I was listening to it, and I was like, I've got eleven podcasts to listen to right now. Exactly. It was. It was almost like it was almost like a chore. Yeah. And yeah. So was, the past. The I past was stressing week, myself out with my hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? The past week, I've been I've been turning off podcasts, turning off audiobooks <clears throat> to listen to Damien Harado, and I it was bugging me because of that because all I could think of was oh my gosh. I'm trying to get. Fin- I'm the trying new to crit f- roll is out. Yeah, new critical rolls out. I'm trying to finish this Harry Potter book. Uh, as I'm listening to Harry Potter book, I'm listening to binge mode. I'm trying to catch up on that. I'm trying to, and so all this stuff. I'm. I'm just thinking. Oh, now I've got to think about these move the the movie awards, and I've got to think about best movies of the '90s, and I've got to think about all these different things in my head. And now I'm wasting all this time listening to music, and I'm listening, <laughs> and I'm listening to this what guy that to say. I'm listening yeah. to this guy that is like. To, at the time, I was like, this is the most generic guy with an acoustic guitar playing his thing. And it's like, I'm, I'm whatever. This guy is, what's his name? I'm not going to listen to him anymore. Mm-hmm. But as I, uh, but I was like, okay, I'm going to give it his due. I'm going to give him his due. I'm going to give him a fair chance. Uh, Reese asked me to do it, so I'm going to do it. So I listened, and I forced myself to listen to him. And as it kept going on and on and on, I was like, you know... He's actually a lot better, and he's got a, he's got a lot of talent. And then as I kept listening, I was just like, man, no, this, I'm really feeling this, and I'm feeling just like Troy was saying. I was chilling out after work. I was after a stressful day. I was it, it, I was feeling better, and um, I wasn't gonna do a song, um, but I think I'm going to now. I told you guys when I came in about a song. Oh, True Detective. <laughs> True Detective. Season three. What's um, the song is called Marshala Ali. Marshala. I really thought his first name was Herschela. 
Herschel? No, yeah. it's Ma- Ma- Herschel. Mahershala. Is it Mahershala? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Something. No. It definitely starts with Mahershala. Methuselah. Methuselah. <laughs> it's the the song's called oh, "Over Rainbows and Rainier." Yeah, this one kind of perked my ears. Yeah. The, the first thing. Yeah. So b- being from Utah and being LDS. Sleep in the cardboard with a newspaper. So, being from Utah, being LDS, um, he's singing about the Angel Moroni, which is for anybody who's listening. I'm not yeah. sure if there's anybody listening that isn't from Utah or LDS. The Angel Moroni is the, the, the big golden statue at the top of all the Mormon temples you see. What's the uh, um, Vuvuzela? Yeah. With the he's he's in the book of Mormon. That's our bell. That's yeah. our church bells. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, super confusing during the World Cup. How <laughs> <laughs> was time for church? Bunch of African angel Moronis out there. It was weird. Um, <laughs> no, um but he's talking about chilling with the angel Moron and it's it's kind of uh, I don't know if it's sacrilegious, but he's talking about chilling with Angel Moroni, yeah. right? And, and he's he's talking about chilling with with all these religious figures is basically what he's talking about, yeah. and how basically his religion is. He's from Seattle. His religion is Mount Rainier, the 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 the, the um nature. Yeah. Out, up in Seattle and it's it's actually just this really chill song and I, I was actually the first time I heard it was today on the way down here uh-huh. or on the way to work I guess but uh, he's uh, th- this was just a song that kind of I mean obviously Angel Moroni perked my ears up and I was like what, what is he talking and then as I listened to it I was like Man, this guy has so much like emotion in his song, and he has so much uh, feeling in his songs, and uh, it actually, it really is kind of an encapsulation of him, basically to me, of his music and how his music feels and how it makes me feel. I I don't know. I just I, I really really have it really enjoyed. Um, listening to this chill music because the last few bands that I've heard about, uh, if I go back to the, I'm not as active in music as, uh-huh. as everybody else here, but I mean, the last few bands that I've heard about that I've actually really dug and got into is uh, Chris introduced me to um, Don Brocco. Don Brocco, great band. But they're a, they're like a they're like a, a, a very upbeat fast yeah. mm-hmm. rock band. Um, Scott introduced me to Sabaton, a Swiss metal band or not Swiss but a Swedish metal band that is just like power metal basically. They're super heavy. I mean it's excellent. And then uh, and then Chris turned me on to Gunship. Um, which I'm is so into music like that right now. Oh, Gunship's amazing, but they're all these upbeat, like real. They're harder music. They're 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 not chill music like this. And so, to 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 be able to do to to get into something like this that's much more laid back. Like Scott said, it feels a lot like Jack Johnson, like Matt Costa, like Donovan Frankenreiter, like Ryan uh, Schubert, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like these guys that that you kind of are. You can kick back. You can you can kick your feet up. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
if you were in Seattle, you'd you'd light a spliff and <laughs> and uh, kick back and listen to this music. It would be dope. But these, I I'm I I, I just really uh, have loved this uh, th- listening to this guy. So well, the, the thing that makes it fun to listen to him is he does something that not a lot of like the top forty artists do, where he actually writes a song about something real. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, that means something. There's there's actual meaning to it. Yeah. And that's that's what I feel is missing from music. But the other thing that's really fun about when you find something like this, it's not every day you find an artist that's been playing and releasing albums for over twenty years. But uh, that being a, said, you I I do see why he hasn't been popular. Yeah. In the last twenty years, right, right, he hasn't right. tried. Honestly, because you you listen to his discover, right. discography. He hasn't tried to be popular. No, he he's being true to himself. Yeah. And I, I was reading an interview in Rolling Stone magazine with uh, they interviewed him. Really? And mm-hmm. Rolling Stones? Yeah. That's weird. Um, and he yeah, they've about, gone real downhill lately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's weird that he was in Rolling Stone and still hasn't like yeah made it big. Well, I well who knows how big he is? I don't know. But anyway, he he two seventy. They just talked. <laughs> they they talked about how he, you know, when he first started releasing albums, they weren't albums that were true to him, and he he wanted he was like Beck. <laughs> he wanted mm-hmm. to release music that was all him, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's why I think that's one of the reasons because he's just no, I'm not gonna do something that I don't believe in that isn't me. I'm gonna I'm gonna write and play music. It is me. Well, well, and if you do that, you're going to find a niche. There's going to be people right. that, that connect with it. Yeah. Well, and it might not be like 70 million teenage girls, but yeah. uh, but it'll be somebody. So it'll be, if we want to some make 30-something-year-olds in a basement. <laughs> with, with beer. If we want to make yeah. it big like Beck, we have to join the Church of Scientology. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the other thing that I was going to say is really cool about finding an artist like this is, is uh, we talked about a little bit about it, the plethora of songs yes there's so many songs and they're so varying they're not all the same they don't all sound the same so like another song right here it's a song called museum of flight and it's from the maracopa album which was released in 2012 i actually like that was one of the songs i was going to play oh really maracopa that's a good song yeah it's a good song but i really like museum of flight uh here it is And I, I really like in this song how it falling to the ground. It, uh, it just changes. Like you're listening to it, and it gets a little more upbeat as it goes on, mm-hmm. and it goes back, and it's just it's fun. It just makes me happy. The the first song that I played, uh, best dress, it's kind of a darker tone to it. Mm-hmm. This one has a much more light-hearted feeling. And it's just such a good song to listen to, man. I just I love it so much. Um, yeah, um, being that like the the whole singer songwriter type of a feel, you know, it, you can tell he puts a lot of um, meaning behind his lyrics, and uh, it, I, I love that, that that type of of musician because there's so many layers that you can yeah. you can listen to a song multiple times di- at, a, at a later point in your life, and it can mean different things. Yeah, absolutely. But so. Uh, this brings up an interesting conversation, Jake. You were, you were kind of talking about how you you still listen to songs that you listen to, like the music that I from your to in the past. Yeah. yeah, and and this is something where where I I remember as a teenager, uh, I bought a I got a Rage Against I got Battle of Los Angeles Rage Rage Against the Machine. It's a good album. It's a great album. 
And my dad heard me listening to it, and he got kind of upset. Did he tell you not to listen to it? Yeah. Did you say, you, I won't do what you tell me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it, but I was just like, Dad, you were a rock, like, you were a rock, you were in a rock band. Yeah. You know, like, you did covers of Jimi Hendrix, and he was a drummer, and he was telling me that I shouldn't listen to his music. And and or kill your brain and, I, and I was like, Dad, do you know any new bands? And he couldn't tell me anything. And I, I I remember making the decision. I don't want to be my dad. I don't want all this great music and like the world of music to change, and me not know where it's going. It's and so what's hard happening. though. It is so it, hard. It, it is hard. You do have to make an effort. You have to. And that's what I'm, that's why I, I wanted to talk about it, guys. Like how important it is for music to live on. Like. Think about what the music that you listen to means to you right now. And if we're not giving these artists like Damien Hirado their due, giving them their comeuppance, good music's just going to go away. We see it happening every day where the top 40 is garbage. It's just not it's good like music. It has mumble a, rap. It has a catchy beat. It has a catchy tune, right? But there's no substance to it. And I heard the hard part, though, is that... Good music, the great music in the past was the what ended up being the popular music because mm-hmm. that's that was good music. Good music now is the fringe music. So yeah, there's probably the music then that we're never going to know about. Probably, probably yeah. that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. However, and I'm not saying that all good music now is <clears throat> is fringe. No, I'm not saying that there's no. I mean. I, I one of my favorite rappers is Childish Gambino, and he just released an album, and it was huge. Yeah, right. So like, you, there's still good music that's popular. It's just, it, and and this is probably it's probably recency bias and stuff like that as well because back then, back in the seventies or back in the sixties, while they were making the greats, the classics, the the great music, there was. A ton of crappy bands yeah. making crappy music. Yeah. Then too, it's just it's just that's the music. That's not the music that lasts over time. Yeah. So so I guess the point the point I'm trying to make is that the the good stuff will survive. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I don't know because that's the thing is is when I think about it, like, do I want my kids when they think back on their childhood to be like. Yeah, White Iverson, Post Malone. That's a classic, you know? Like yeah. there's no substance to that song at all. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what I worry about. Right, is, but but Post Malone doesn't have only substanceless songs. Wait, what? Post Malone has good songs. Right. They have substance to them. So it's not just he doesn't just make bad music. Substance, air quotes. I think our parents said the same thing when we were listening to Eminem's music in junior high. Yeah. Like, they were probably worried. Yeah, probably. That that's how we would see the pinnacle. Like, probably. Where's my Dr. Dre CD? And, <laughs> Bitch, ho. Yeah. You know, like. I, I don't know. I just think it's so important that we continue to find new music. Even though this isn't new music, it's new to me. Mm-hmm. But that we continue to listen to music that isn't the mainstream that we we give i don't know i just feel like we have like an obligation to the future to make sure that we're trying to talk about this kind of great music so i'm i'm with you like 100% i have made it a goal of mine for longer than 10 years now to try to find new music constantly yeah because i don't like it when people say they don't make them like they used to because yeah. they do you're they just do. not looking 
Yeah, absolutely. Or, or you're just like, this, I think this what, new stuff is weird and it sounds like the band from I, Yes I, Men. I think what they were saying when they say they don't make it like they used to is it the stuff that they used to make when they that they used to make isn't popular anymore. Well, isn't mainstream anymore. It's I should just, say. I just, uh, it just sounds different, and sure, different isn't bad. Like, so I, I went through phases. To me, when I went through this like music phase, like, oh, you listen to music on the radio, you're not an individual. And I would kind of look down on that person because mm. they weren't trying to find new music. Mm. I'm not that way anymore because listen to what you like. Right now, I'm listening to a freaking band called Macross. And it's a it's a DJ from Mexico who remixes uh, 80s music in Tokyo. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. That's way cool. It sounds like music you'd go shopping to, but like <laughs> sped up really fast. Yeah. So like, I don't... I don't put myself in a genre. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I like freaking everything except country. I listen to everything <laughs> and I, I just felt like there's, there's more music out there than the top 40. Mm-hmm. Like Cardi B just became the most successful female singer in history of music for singles. And that depresses me because she's not uh, It makes good. me sad. <laughs> there's so, so and, much. And good. they were like, I heard this and I was like, who is Cardi B? And then I looked her up and then I'm even more depressed. But there's more music out there. Like, there is. Like, I, just just look. But people, but that, that, that's kind of my point is people, it seems like the, a lot of the people that I interact with, they're content to either A, just listen to what they grew up listening to, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jake said. Or B, they just listen to what is popular. And and I feel like yes, there are songs that are popular. Yes, Post Malone has some really good songs. I quoted a lyric of Post Malone that was I'm not going to quote it. Well, no, all, all I'm all I'm saying yeah. is is that never mind, never mind. Never there, mind. There, yes, there is there is popular music that is very good music, right? But there's just so much more, and people are content to just. Just stay in their lane and just give. Just listen to what's given to them by whoever says that this is a good song. But that's uh, what drives me crazy too. Is right, whoever decides what the top forty is. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not the people. The people are not deciding what the top forty is. It's record labels. It's companies. It's dudes in suits who are making the most money from it. Yeah, and then they put did it. You out. Ever, uh, did you watch? It's Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> right. Did you watch? Uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody, the the movie. Yeah, it was great. So there's there's the part, that, and I don't know how historically accurate this was, but there's a part in it where uh, when they're trying to to sell Bohemian Rhapsody, the the, the song Night at the Opera is the is the album, mm-hmm. and they're trying to make the Bohemian Rhapsody the single from the album, and the the record producer is there going no. Oh, no, it's too long. It's six minutes long. We're not going to do this. We're going to make, uh, what, what was that? I love my car. Or something uh, like yeah. That. We're going to make that the single. And they were like, going, no, you can't. And they sat and fought with it. But that, that, that illustrates the same point that you're saying is he, th- this record label guy mm-hmm. was saying, no, the best song on your album is not going to be the single. We're going to make the single the the song we want to be popular, mm-hmm. not the best song. Yeah. And Queen and and like I said, I don't know how historically accurate this is. I don't know if they actually walked out of the of the thing, but they walked out of his office and they went and went somewhere else and made um made it so that that was their song, that was their single was Bohemian Rhapsody, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. But um that just kind of illustrated exactly what you're saying is it wasn't the people, it wasn't the it wasn't the 
It, well, this one, in this case, it was the people that was doing it. So one thing that, um, that I really appreciate about like just so our podcast we mainly focus a lot on movies we tried to do some video games and then it just ended up being that that we just made the the Kobo the Kobo arcade right but uh one thing I really like is when we when we take it subtle time. plug nice yeah thank you <laughs> is uh subtle is plug. when we spend some time on um on music and yeah. so I, I guess again I gotta I gotta thank you Reese because you're the you're the one that usually the, throws in the music but I mean if you think about some of the artists we've listened to like Nujibis and uh Lord Huron and even Kina Granis um Who? and exactly um like I, this is a great IDAO segment. I really like our IDAO segments, but it's almost like a like a Coldbow presents yeah. Damien Hirado. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. and I think that's great. I, I mean, I just I don't know. I think we should do more music. To be honest, it's cool. That's kind of basically what I always want to do every time is just I've, music. I've actually think I think I've got a music in mind. Cool, man. Ooh, like oh. you have a song stuck in your head? No, <laughs> oh. <laughs> he has a song in mind. Um, anyway, going on a mission. Yeah. So, I mean, we, I know we've, we've all talked about the music, but I really want to know. I want to get like your final thoughts and and your your rating on Damien Hirado. So I'll go first because I have mine. I have I I wrote I wrote out my thoughts, and when I was done, I realized that I this might sound kind of mean because. <laughs> um, when I first listened to him, I was like, wow, this sounds like the soundtrack to a Zach Braff indie movie. <laughs> like he just wrote the, wrote the music for the entire movie. Like it's um, like, but you say that like, it's a bad thing. I mean, it's, it's just a thing. It's just, this is how I, that's the thought <laughs> I had. Um, but I wrote while Damien is extraordinarily talented, he has a hard time standing out. Acoustic guitar, wielding flannel, donning black rim glass, wearing musicians are a dime a dozen. And it's impossible to differentiate Damien, Damien from the crowd. While he has been making music for over 20 years, he's obviously found a strong, albeit small, loyal fan base keeping him afloat. He seems to have picked up the mantle from Elliot Smith and made music for Elliot's fans since his tragic death. Ultimately, I enjoyed listening to Damien Gerardo's music and will be adding a few of his songs to my playlist. Jumping in blind and shuffling all of his work just felt like listening to one extremely long hipster-ass song. <laughs> Those are my final thoughts. So I can, you're right. That does sound mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds really mean. <laughs> I, I can say what I, I'm going to take what you're saying and kind of like flip it a little bit, or, or just kind of just say like, yeah, he's not well known, but I wish he was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or more well known, I guess. Like you look at you look at music, and I, I guess I'll compare him a little bit to Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson got huge, and it's like I kind of wish he would have too. You know, like as no, as no. As honestly, as I'm gonna I'm gonna say. I'm going to agree entirely with Scott right now. Jack Johnson getting huge was detrimental to the quality of his music. I agree. Absolutely. That's fair. fair. I like Jack Johnson, everything before, what is it? Curious George. Curious George. Yeah. Curious George was the downfall of Jack Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I was, that was my, my thought was exactly what Chris said. Uh, it was, that was my first thought. My initial thought was, this guy is a dime a dozen. This guy, I know why he didn't, why he's not popular, why he didn't make it, why he, all this in air quotes, didn't make it. Well, I know why he isn't uh, bigger than he is now. And um, I don't know if any of that changed. He is a hipster. I mean, total hipster music, which is fine because I like it. It's fine. It's just... And I'm kind, and like Scott said, I'm kind of glad he didn't because 
uh, he was able to do his thing. He was yeah. able to do his music. You showed two songs that showed his range. Yeah. Of the styles of music that he plays. He has, and he's been able to explore all those different styles. He's been able to, for 20 years, he hasn't been worried about whether or not this next platinum, this next album is going to go gold or platinum or whatever. And it, because you don't have to worry about that, yeah. I think you worry about what the music is that you're putting out. Yeah. Right. Whereas just like Scott said, I, and I don't necessarily think, I don't want to say that Jack Johnson sold out, but he kind of did. Mm -hmm. He, he got big and his style changed and he became a lot more mainstream, a lot yeah. more like the popular and now look at music. Him. <laughs> and now, Where is he? exactly. He lost his soul and kind of drifted. <laughs> right. So, so um, I'm actually kind of glad he didn't because now we get this, uh, huge anthology. catalog yeah. yeah this catalog of music that is absolutely wonderful so um to go along with this um this whole sentiment and i kind of touched on it earlier is for some reason i don't know why in my mind while listening to him and, and kind of studying up on him a little bit i drew a bunch of parallels with our podcast not now that we have a huge category or a catalog um we but have two that, seasons. Yeah. <laughs> but, well one and a half one and eight, one and three whatever yeah. um <laughs> So yeah, I, I drew a lot of parallels because, like, like you said, that this type of music and this person, this uh, person is is dime a dozen, really. Mm -hmm. But but isn't a, a pop culture podcast a dime a dozen? Um, I, I but I find comfort. I said I was depressed before, but I, I'm actually kind of finding comfort that he's able to to have a decent career for 20 years and. I'm sure he loves his his work. He, yeah. he there's nothing he doesn't have anybody telling him he has to make the the pop the pop song that that, that will be radio worthy, you know. He's making exactly what he wants to make and I want that to be us. Yeah. That's a good great point, Scotty. Thank you. That was awesome. You don't have anything to say, Troy? No. He already made his point, didn't he? Oh. You talked about it. <laughs> okay. You talked about it. Right after no, I, yeah, cool. the, the point I was going to make was. What are, uh, I, I'm going to rate Damien Harado. Oh, we're doing ratings. Crap. I uh, forgot. Four heart eye emojis. Four of heart them. Heart eye emojis. Uh, I love so, them, man. I, uh, I recently started using Slack as a messenger, and I found a whole plethora, a whole new wealth of uh, emojis <laughs> that I can I can use. So. I'll give him some new emojis. Okay. He's getting Sorry. excited. <laughs> no. Uh, Hardly contained. The himself. curling stone emoji, okay. which is my current favorite okay. emoji. If you, if you must know, that is my current favorite emoji. I noticed emoji. You, you gave one of my uh, messages in Slack a curling stone. I don't know what it means. I, I assume it was good. That means that I love it. Oh, okay. okay. Because that curling stone is because that my makes favorite sense. emoji. It totally makes and, sense. And... A taco. And a taco. I love tacos. Curling stones and tacos. I can't think of a better Thursday night. Okay. And Damien Arado. Perfect. And someone farted. I did. <laughs> Are you going to cut that out? Why would you cut you, that out? Do you want to talk about tacos? Who cares? All right, all right. I'm crossing out the note. I'm a real man. I fart. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> Chris, what are you going to rate this? Uh, I'm looking man. for emojis here. Uh, there's a Everyone guy. Is. There's a guy in bed sleeping. I'll give him that emoji. <laughs> 
Does that mean you don't like it? No, it's that I'm glad I did the homework and listened to him. Uh, I'm glad that I heard of him. Um, I'm more happy that Damien is still making music that he hasn't quote unquote sold out. Maybe he tried to, who knows? Um, But he's still plugging along 20 years and that's his job is making music and he's doing what he loves. Good for him. Uh, But his music obviously didn't speak to me as much as it was speaking to you guys. Um, That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think so anyway. Like, well, I think that's why we do this is I think it's fun mm -hmm. to share music. Like, I just think it's great. Oh, yeah, I, love I love talking it. about music and sharing new music. Nujabes is still on my rotation. Yeah, he's still on I, mine too. I love new. I love Nujabes. He he is my high school music right now because yeah. I listen yeah. to him way too much. Um, but yeah, there, there's a couple of songs of Damien Herrera's. I already I already added to my mix. Every year I make a new playlist to 2018, 2019. Oh, that's awesome. So I already added a couple songs of his to mine. Groovy. Uh, some were really good. Some were forgettable. Um, maybe I just tended to focus on the forgettable a little mm. too much because some music stood out to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that's ultimately my feelings. Awesome. I'll do a, uh, uh, pizza and guitar emoji. Cause he's good to, I like to chill out with pizza. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so, uh, I found, I found a, a good emoji to go with it and it's basically the uh the headphones emoji because i talked about like how i listen and it made me chill out and i was able to just kind of disconnect and uh i associate headphones with people disconnecting and just needing to chill out if they need to so that's what i'm gonna give them awesome perfect cool man jake got your emoticon huh you have your emoticon yet yeah you gave him the curling stone my bad what did you give him reese i gave him four hard eyes that's right that's right that's right cool yeah, no, I I definitely think uh, nice. it's definitely a great IDAO segment, but like definitely like a cold bow presents yeah. uh, options. Uh, basically, just the the my my main point is get out there, let's find new music. Like I, I just think it's important. I, I I just do. I agree. Find new music. Find new music. Yeah. Stop yeah. listening to Real Big Fish. No, Do never stop, never to stop listening fish. to Real Big Fish. Stop, don't stop, stop exclusively. Skanking. <laughs> you should. I actually uh, was just listening to uh, last week. What was it called? Gosh, uh, oh my, M- the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Yeah, and it was like a great deep dive. I, like I just spent like two days. On the Mighty Mighty Bostons. Yeah. It was There's great. the dude. Third Wave Scott is some of my favorite yeah. type yeah. of music. It is so, so much. Such good stuff. I love Mighty Mighty Bostons. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Reese. That was seriously a fun episode. And the homework yeah. for it has been absolutely excellent. Awesome. Um, so, before we leave, I do have, uh, as was promised last week, uh, <laughs> shout out to our friend Thomas. Thomas de Oliveira. Uh, let's see... He left us a message on Facebook. He obviously left this right after our uh, first episode of the year. He says, what a way to start the year. Chris turning heel at the end of the first part of the Cold Bow Awards. Has to be a top three moment of the podcast to date. Seriously, all you had to do was make an argument to argue the best to... uh, Jeez. Can you, <laughs> what did you say? Seriously, all you had to do was make an argument to arguably the best game of 2018, and you got too cocky. You blew it. Emoji. 
You had one job, Colbo. It's true. Hashtag you had one job. Hashtag Colbo. Uh, thank you, Thomas. That was funny. Uh, I was laughing when I read that. Uh, when I read that post. Hey, hey, Thomas, will you marry me? Please marry Reese. That would be the best. So on that note, uh, absolutely, go on our Facebook or go on Instagram and send us messages, and you know we'll call you out. Like we'll. Thank yeah. you, thank yeah. you for listening. Always. Obviously, we'll always you know? bring good you up. stuff. Thank you. We love you yeah. guys for listening to us. We love everything about you. Uh, before we leave, what do we have going next week? I've got one. So uh, this this whole thing of talking about music and and I kind of want to go back to movies, but still keep with movies. Music. Wait, what? Music. Sorry. <laughs> I want to go back to movies, but still keep with music. Um, I want to do a goat episode, and I want to do goat composers. Goat oh, we're finally cool. doing it, huh? Yeah, we, we we've talked been talking about, about this literally since before <laughs> we finally released doing our it. first episode. But you know, I, I was thinking about this and, and the music that we were playing and just like just listening to the, the episode and just like the music that's playing. I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to listen to some soundtracks. Is too. it all time composer or all time movie composition? Let's uh, let's put it to a vote. What do you guys want to do? Oh, well, man. I think if I we think do composer could, I, John Williams and Hans Zimmer will be the only ones we okay. talk about. Then let's yeah. do soundtracks. So if we do soundtracks, so the best best comp- musical composition. Yeah. So best, everybody's going to not the Post Malone song made in Spider Verse. Right. The <laughs> song though, made even for that the movie. Was so good. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do this. Let's come yeah, with a because so the soundtrack not, is different. Yeah. yeah let's let's so, come with a runner up soundtrack and then your best, and then we'll we'll pick a go. Wait. So soundtrack or, or score? Score. 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 Okay. Score. runner up and then best. Score. Yep. Perfect. Bingo. Groovy. All right. If there's nothing else left, then uh, anybody? Anything else? Nope. No? I love you. All right. Much love. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.